You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A choice right now, right now, between fear and love. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a level of reality where everything dissolves into an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding reality! Brandon the Fuck Joe Williams, nice to see you, man. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to skip the introductions and get straight to the penetration, okay? So Ooh. your former episodes will be located down in the show description. You join us for something called the Mighty Morphin Sovereign Rangers, which was crazy as shit with legit bat and Ryan yeah. Sprague, and that was fucking dope. Uh, you've been doing a lot, and so that's the part where I will just let everybody know that all the ways to find you, uh, your Williams & Williams Law Group, which we are going to talk about, as well as you know your YouTube and all that kind of shit, are going to be linked down in the show description, as well as your first episode on the show, so we can skip all that, and we can, again, get right to it. What the fuck have you been up to, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the last time I was on your show, we got into, you know, the whole ambassador at large thing. And then I kind of had a huge realization. I mean, and then what happened was, is this was probably, when was I last on your show? I was on your show. Um, it's been a while. It's been probably six months or maybe a little longer, eight months, something like that. It's been a minute. I'll confirm, but keep going. So we basically live on the show. I realized that there's a section of the passport application form that plugged into some other stuff that I was talking about. And we went down that rabbit hole for a while. Uh, we were able to get diplomatic passports. Uh, the problem is, is that the, the more I studied into it, the more I realized that the diplomatic passport that is issued by the department of state, it's sort of like, um, it's it's a it's a commercial diplomatic mission and the more i dig, dug into it i realized it was it's a it's a very commercialized like even for example the department of state they offer specialized license plates for diplomats and um if you if you look up how those work they work under commercial motor vehicle laws that's why they still have registration stickers so the more i dug into the diplomatic side of the passport system, the more I realized that it's it's really just sort of like a glorified commercial 
Yeah, it's it's almost it's almost as if like you're from another country and you're here on on some sort of economic or business matters. And and, and it it's this weird amalgamation of like economic and business matters with with uh, with 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 like uh, altruistic. I don't know. It's weird. So so what I did was I, I, I went down that path and then I kind of went back and I repositioned everything in a different way. So what we're doing now is we're getting the same passwords we were getting before I realized all of the stuff on the show, but we've changed our documentation to where it says that we are basically non-commercial ambassadors at large, and we're getting the normal state citizen passports now, but we're getting it under the auspices of, of being ambassadors at large, but with, but outside of a commercial realm. And what we're doing is we're telling the department of state that since they don't offer non-commercial non-motor vehicle license plates, we've developed our own and we print our own and we're using our own printed. Uh, we, we put that right in the, the documents that we're sending to the department of state to let them know that we are doing this because they are not offering an alternative. So it's cool. So, so basically uh, I love it. And and I think it's a whole new level of awesomeness because we're, we're telling them that we're not, we're not, this is non-commercial. It's not a commercial thing. You're not going to tell me it's a commercial thing. You're not going to assume that it's a commercial thing and then make me have to figure out that you're assuming it and then combat that and this fucking ghosts, these shadows boxing bullshit that they love to do. Uh, it's just, everything's right out on the open. Everything's right in the front. Uh, and it's very, very clear. And if they do not rebut that affidavit, when they issue the passport, uh, we see it as, They've been notified. We're claiming that we're doing this. And then we just print off. I have a, a, a whole license plate. I can actually show you on the show the license plate that I've developed. Uh, if you want me to do that, let me show you guys. Oh, yeah. Guys, video version located down in the show notes. You know this is going to be good. You've got a, a wicked setup with your license plate. I saw you the, with that shit-eating grin uh, displaying it there, and it was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So if you go to my website and you go to the Nation of the Amnesty Coalition page and you go down to the very bottom, you will see the newest version of the explanatory statement, which includes all of the updates from the uh, previous show that we did. I actually did some more updates to it just a few days ago on the 8th. Um, if you go down, you will see here, it says the Nation of the Amnesty Coalition, and it says here, fee passport for non-commercial foreign national ambassador at large, right? And then as you scroll down, you will see um, that a lot has changed in this document. Uh, and we, we are stating over and over again that we are not commercial. We are not involved in a commercial activity. Uh, and then we say here... Uh, Let's see here. I added some more stuff recently. Um, yeah, so right here, uh, due to the fact that I am operating a uh, not operating a commercial or for hire motor vehicle, uh, I have no choice but to create custom plates off the internet while using my private motor carrier DOT number. My vehicles are not used for commerce, so as per federal or state code, they are classified as automobiles, private use vehicles, etc., not motor vehicles. I have looked into the copyright and trademark of the Department of State seal and have determined that the seal is not explicitly unavailable for private individuals to use. I will be printing and using diplomatic plates that are entirely outside the purview of commercial activity. And I would like to be transparent uh, in my appreciation 
for your making available a type of plate that protects and identifies me as a legal foreign government as per 18 USC 11 and also an internationally protected person pursuant to 18 USC 112. And that is, so not only are we assuming that they love the fact that we're printing our own plates, but we're actually thanking them for, uh, for, for protecting us with our created plates. Which yeah, is hilarious. And, and that you're using the logo. Good job. You know, it's um And then so, right here is the plate right here. Show yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you click on that link. Uh this will come up, and all you do is you just hit edit design. And then you just swap out the number no way. for your number. So you just click here and you just type in uh let's see. Can I put like a lightning bolt on it? Let's see. Someone made this for me, but I know it's this easy. Let's see. How do I? Oh, there we go. And then all you do is hit save and continue and then you buy it. Literally, it's that easy. That's how easy it is. How often do you get pulled over with this thing? Never. Never. Uh, if you wanted to change this here, let's say you wanted to do a nation of expanding. Yeah. Let's see if it'll fit. Oh, Jesus. Let's change that. Right there. Yeah. Well, it had it vertical. So on the last line, it may be line sensitive. If you did one like nation of and then space, like inner expanding, you know, and then the size stacked of that. it. Oh, I see what you're saying. But I see what you mean. That's dope as shit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I think you get the idea. But, I do. Uh, nation. Oh, 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 here we go. Try this out. Kaboom. Hell yeah. Look that's, at see, that, bro. That's what I'm talking about. So there you go. That's how you guys would do it. And you can see that took all of 20 seconds. And then you hit save and continue. Uh, and then now you have your plate. And then you add to cart. Okay, that's how I buy it, but how do I get out of the fact that my car now has a plate and that the government expects me to fill that thing in and pay them money whenever they send me that letter for a sticker? Uh, uh, that, so we are, we are still not completely, totally sure on how all that works. I would say as of right now, the way I would answer that question is uh, there has to be some sort of a bill of sale. And and if you don't have a bill of sale, then just write one up between you and your friend or you and your 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 wife or you and whoever. Uh, and then what you're doing is you're going to you're going to create an affidavit and you're going to say from the person who's buying the vehicle, quote unquote, in the bill of sale, uh, you get you get the bill of sale notarized and you get the you get the affidavit notarized. And you're just going to mail that in with the certificate of title or, or whatever else you're going to mail on a copy of all of that. And you're going to say, uh, you know, this, this vehicle is no longer used as a for hire, uh, motor vehicle or, or, and it's now fully private use. You can put, you may need to check out your state laws a little bit because some of the state laws, they, they, they call private use vehicles, motor vehicles, but then they have two different versions of motor vehicles. For example, a, a for hire motor vehicle or a private use motor vehicle. California, they call it um, uh, automobile versus uh, commercial motor vehicle. So there's there's a, the terminology changes a little bit. You can use the federal stuff if you want, which makes it more simple. 
or if you want to check out your state codes, if you want to be more specific, you can. But the federal codes are, will be fine. It's it's the same thing. It's just the terminology changes a little bit by state. Um, and uh, what I would do is um, I can show you how I did mine. Let me uh, give me just a second, actually. Yeah, I you're can good. Show you. and, and that's really the question, you know, that's been on my mind with that is like, how do you replace the one that you just bought? That's awesome. I love fucking expanding reality, nation expanding reality. But how do I replace that? Let's say air quotes legally. I don't care about what I mean to say legally is just like legitly. You know what I mean? Um, what do you mean? To where it's not an issue, to where there's no like cop pulling me over going, actually, you were registered to this uh, because this VIN number. And then how is that not? then maybe classified as a stolen vehicle. I don't know. You know, the matrix is fucking weird. This is what I'm oh, saying. I love the ninja oh. moves. I just want to know how to execute them. Uh, you, you, even after you send everything into the government uh, or the state or the department of motor vehicles or whatever, there's always a chance you might still get pulled over. Uh, so obviously a lot of that comes down to your own ability to just deal with the emotions of the police officer. It's not very, uh, you know, that, that's, that's a skill in itself. That's a whole separate skill set. Uh, uh, that would be more along the lines of just saying that you're, you're, I, I don't get pulled over uh, cops literally is, it's like a spiritual thing. Um, I could go 200 miles an hour all day long and go right past the cop and they're just not going to pull me over. Uh, but, but if they did, it's very, very simple. You know, I'm a, I'm a foreign diplomat. Uh, this is my passport. You'll, you can call the department of state. I've I've already reviewed your uh, your your diplomat and consular immunity guide for law enforcement. I do realize that uh, you have the ability to detain me until you can verify my information, and I am in total agreement. And I understand that anyone could tell you any bullshit about them being a diplomat or a consular, and I'm more than happy to sit here and calmly be detained until you can verify my identity. And if you don't have the phone number for the Department of State hotline to call and verify my identity, I'd be more than happy to supply that for you. That's all I would do. Because the, the phone number to the Department of State is on that PDF form. It's on the, uh, we can pull that up as well. Uh, let me just pull that up. I actually found that just by the way, just the other day, I was just kind of looking through the internet and I was like, you know, I wonder where else this is located. Uh, you can actually find that on the passport uh, Department of State website. They actually shared that as a public document. I thought it was more of an internal document. I didn't think it was ever like an illegal internal document. Sweet. Uh, look at that thing. Damn. But that's a that's an Ultima GTR. It's a kit car that I really like. So yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go to uh, Diplomat and Consular Immunity Guide for law. And look, it comes right up. See? Yeah. Everybody's looking at it. Now, look, <laughs> U.S. Department of State uploads, uh, state.gov uploads PDF file. Click. Ba-boom. This is what I have on my website. It's the same fucking thing. So this is not, this is not, I thought originally it was like an internal document. It is totally not an internal document. It is a public document. So what I would do is, is if you want to, it's going to take a lot of ink and shit. You can go to like Kinko's or something, print this bad boy off and keep this in your car, keep this in your car. You can even print it in color. It's honestly, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful document. I mean, the colors and the pictures and they put a lot of effort into this. 
it's not a lot of reading either. A lot of these people who get pulled over by police, they they hand these tomes over to the police officer. Yeah. Police officer's not going to read that. Okay. Now, if you hand a police officer this, this is a very beautiful, it's from the Department of State. Look at all the blank pages, huge preface. Look, we're already on page uh, 10 Nine, of 52. Yeah. Fucking eight. And we've, we've barely even read anything. Look at this. It's like a kid's book. Yeah, really. It's literally a kid's book. It's, it's yeah. absolutely glorious. So we have the entire background. We have the legal and practical basis of immunity, right? I mean, you could go so far as to say, uh, uh, you know, officer, just in case, you know, you're, you're not aware, uh, I don't want to put you in a precarious position. I actually have the, the, the Department of State from the Department of State website last published in 2018. I have the diplomat, uh, diplomat and consular immunity guide. And then you just inform the, the officer that you are an ambassador at large because there's different levels of the definition of the word consular versus the definition of the word diplomat is a very, very, very huge difference in uh, diplomatic immunity. So you want to tell them you're a diplomat, not a consular. Consular, when you actually look at it more in detail, it actually has a bit more of an economic and commercial aspect to it, which is why it has a much lower uh, immunity, right? So we have here, it even talks about nationals, it talks about permanent residents of the United States. Uh, so you are you are a national, a non-citizen national of the United States. That's not that's not the the key thing that you want to tell them because that's getting more and more equated with the sovereign citizens, which you do not want to be associated with at all. That's how you get uh, you know once you get classified in that, it's going to be much harder emotionally to deal with the police officer. Uh, you want to be classified as a foreign diplomat and you want to operate as a foreign diplomat of your own nation and you are an ambassador at large, which we will be able to find in here. Um, I think there's even like a little grid actually um, that they have in here and it shows the different classifications of immunity. It's really cool. Uh, let's see. So you can see there's there's definitely some text here. But if you were to really boil this down, this is probably like an eight, like maybe six to eight pages of like normal paper. You see, it's it's yeah. really not even, if not even less, if not even five of real actual text, as you can yeah. see here, right? A lot of it's so, fluff and big text and graphics. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a lot of cool colors. I recommend, you know, you could even print this out on on really nice paper and you could even do like a like a brass ring you could you could turn this thing into one hell of a fucking uh presentation uh you know these guys who have these beat up fucked up uh cigarette ash soaked binders and and they and they have these fucked up coffee stained papers that are that are located inside of these uh, uh fucked up plastic uh uh you know that's not really very good presentation right I, I should print this and put it in my car. I haven't even done that. This is actually a great idea. I'm I'm going to probably go down to Kinko's and I'm going to print uh, print off this whole thing in color and put it in my car. I'm not going to put it on my bike because my bike doesn't have anywhere to store anything. Uh, but I will put it in my car. Okay. And uh, this you is... You can even load all this shit on a thumb drive for your bike and just give it to the cop for his computer and his thing. That's true. Yeah. Well, they're not going to put anything in their computer. That's fair. Uh, yeah, you know. probably not. Here we go. Here we go. So here's the uh, here's Appendix C. Here we have a uh, full screen on this. Uh, this is the full super simple breakdown, right? Uh, diplomatic, consular. Uh, I don't know what techro techo is. Um, international organizations, right? 
Um, so you would be a diplomatic agent and can you be arrested or detained? No. With a footnote. Uh, can you enter their residence subject to ordinary procedures? No. Right. Uh, go down to the footnote. Number one, reasonable constraints, however, may be applied in emergency circumstances involving self-defense, public safety, or the prevention of serious criminal acts. So that would be how they would have to deal with you as a diplomatic agent ambassador at large. Okay. Could they somehow prove that you going 200 miles an hour, uh, constitutes as a serious criminal act and so therefore they could detain you under that guise uh in order for it to be a serious criminal act they would need there would need to be a, a victim, victim and they would need to be willing to press charges so if if you going 200 miles an hour caused someone to be hurt and that person of which who was hurt was there to be identified and after being identified they did decide to press charges and then they did actually in fact press charges on the spot with the police officer then yes so you have to have a victim. It, the victim can't be the police. It can't be anyone from the state. It can't be the state itself. It would have to be another individual. And they would have to press charges on the spot to fit that, that category. What or, if the individual or, is a cop and he's the one that you injure? Does he that, then just take his badge off and then now he's I don't a know. human being that's pressing I don't the know. That's a, that's, that would be, that's a judicial nightmare. I have no idea. <laughs> That's this fucking world, man. It's riddled with paradox and all kinds of crazy voodoo shit. I mean, don't hurt cops, obviously. No, no, of course uh, not. Let's say incidentally. I teach all like this he, because there, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be no. contentious with the police. Really, it's right. very, very. Uh, you know, I think the number one issue with everybody. I don't get a lot of practice because, like I said, uh, spiritually, for whatever reason, I feel I truly, truly feel when you really understand this and you really understand where you are, you yeah, cease to exist. You sp I, I, you spiritually and physically cease to exist to law enforcement. I do. I literally do not exist to law enforcement. Like I'll have law enforcement in front of me in a, in a line at a, at a restaurant, and I'll say hi and I'll buy them lunch. Uh, besides that, I literally don't exist to law enforcement. Like, I, I'll I'll pull. I'll be going a hundred, and somebody else will be going eighty. And, and that person will get pulled over and, and, and they won't even see me. They literally won't even see me. So, you know, people, a lot of times people have a lot of upset and a lot of, um, uh, irritation and a lot of, uh, uh, uh violent thoughts over the fact of, 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 of fairness. That's not fair. This guy was going a hundred and I wasn't, uh, it, it comes down to, a uh, an imperceptible, almost indescribable self uh uh self-esteem self-esteem not to not to be mean uh self-esteem self-knowledge self-certainty it, it it is the 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 manufacturing of your environment starts within your own mind and and if you spend a lot of time feeling as though you you it's unfair and this kind of thing you you will actually experience dramatically more attention and 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 problems from law enforcement whereas if you just sit down and say to yourself there's something that i'm missing here and you you take the time and you study and you change your own mind you will realize that the police will magically stop being interested in you more and more and more until you will hit the fact that you are completely invisible to law enforcement you're here i i it's 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 not 
it's not something I can explain any farther than that, because for every person, it's going to be a different experience. It's going to be a different speed. It's going to be a different uh, uh, growth level. It's going to be some people might go from uh, being incarcerated right now as we speak to being invisible in 24 hours. And someone else, it might take them 10 years to to become completely invisible to law enforcement. But um, it's a path that that anyone can can go down. Uh, it is a fascinating path. Uh, I, I was, I was pretty much invisible to law enforcement most of my life for whatever reason. Uh, so, so I never really had much of a spiritual issue with law enforcement to begin with, but I know that people who do, there might be a little bit of a longer runway on that. So, uh, but, but the more you complain, the more you, you bitch and moan about the unfairness of, of the system and the unfairness of this and that, that the system is a, the, the entire legal system and the entire law enforcement system is a symptom of our own inability to, to understand and stand and be uh, uh, law, law, law enforcement within the confines of our own existence and, and our own. It, it, is a, it is a disease that is nothing more than just a, 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 a physical symptomatic disease. And if we were to solve that issue within our own minds, then, then law enforcement itself, the, the police, the, the, the commercial side of the police would cease to exist in itself automatically. So it's, it's this whole like reaching out and handling the police. That's not really the solution. The solution is handling ourselves, increasing our understanding uh, and our confidence and our education and our enlightenment, sharing our own personal education and enlightenment with others. And then what will happen is that the police will, will automatically be handled within the confines of that activity. And anything that's done to try to reach out and handle the police uh, prematurely before having accomplished the prior point of, of accomplishing it within yourself will do nothing more than create warfare and difficulty, and it will stretch out forever until the end of time. So with that said, Brandon Joe Williams, everybody. <laughs> God damn, dude. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. It's the victim's bully idea. It's like the yeah. bullies will cease to exist the second the victims stand up and just decide not to be victims. It's a fascinating um, concept and it's actually scalable. So it, it makes a ton of sense. I love what you said, man. Just wanted to point it out. Yeah. So, so I, I, I am the guy that pe that has been chosen by whoever God or whatever you want to say to point people towards the most effective and simplest way to empower yourself through educational material. That's basically what I do. Right. And I feel that this diplomatic and consular immunity guide is, is powerful, bro. Super powerful. Cause you got to think the department of state, I don't really know how it all works. The department of state, I believe it's like, it's like one of the most senior departments in the entire government. It's like, it's like daddy, daddy, daddy energy to the cops. Right. Uh, so, so, so you start getting involved in, in anything that comes from the department of state, the passports come from the department of state, uh, diplomatic immunity is found under the department of state. The department of state is, is completely separate from, uh, the department of motor vehicles, the department of transportation. It is, it is, you know, and, and I'm sure there's probably a way that you could even subpoena the department of state. Let's say, for example, you did get into a lawsuit with a police officer over some sort of traffic incident. Uh, and it was like, oh, you know, this and that bullshit about, you know, diplomatic, this and that. I doubt 
Police don't want to have anything to do with diplomatic anything. They are they are very uh, they're very afraid of of doing anything with anyone who may have any sort of diplomatic anything. So you got to think when you get pulled over, if you're all weird and you're all like and you're all like really kind of uh, uh, not certain and it's kind of weird and it's like first off they're thinking like is this person on drug etc but then they're also thinking like okay here's another thing let's say you drive a a a 1992 honda civic and the windshield is half shattered and uh, it's got two different paint colors on it and you've got a, a temporary donut tire on one of the tires because the other tire went flat four weeks ago uh, but you've got a diplomatic uh, and then you've got a bunch of trash in your back seat. You've got some McDonald's on your passenger floor and it looks like your car hasn't been cleaned or dusted and it's uh, expelling black soot from the back of the car. Uh, that is not going to, you know, the police officer is going to start wondering, uh, you know, is this some sort of forgery or is this person, you know, uh, this is natural emotional behavior of a human being. This is not, has nothing to do with being law enforcement, has nothing to do with being a police officer, has nothing to do with uh, the LAPD. It has to do with any human being, even a, a gas station attendant would look at a situation like that and be like, something's wrong here. Do you see? And, and when, once you have someone, once they, once they kind of sniff and they kind of get the hint that something's wrong, Generally, it's not that easy to just, you know, kind of knock that person off that path, especially if they're a police officer. So you you want to do everything in your power. Again, this is this is not about uh, uh, pretending as though you are a diplomat. This is about actually physically, mentally and emotionally becoming an ambassador at large. It is actually happening. The U.S. code and the government does not need to give you any approval. That is that is a slave brainwashed mindset that you have to get out of yourself. There are people sending affidavits to the government all day long for years. None of that is required. There's only one person on the entire planet that can truly give you ambassador at large status, and it is yourself. It is a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual impossibility that it will ever come from anyone else from now until the end of time itself, until the sun itself expires. So it has to be, it has to be from you. And the only way that it, you can give yourself that gift is through education and enlightenment. And that is it. That is the end of the story. And and if you're searching for uh, that to be given to you or for that to be more clear from some external source, you will be searching forever. You will search until you realize that is not the search. <laughs> then what is the how? OK, I, I fucking could not agree more. And so th <laughs> this hits it like the core of all of this, because it's like, then why all the paperwork? Because now I've got to unwind myself from all the contracts. I don't even know that I'm in. And what if I miss one? And then 
that's the one that they like go, ah, you missed that. And it's like, but that was a phone bill from like 1997. I don't even, we didn't even have phones back then. What the fuck are you talking about? So, no, no, so, like, so, so, so this is the, this is the linear path. You are, you are coming to your own conclusions. You are deciding for yourself how you are going to be. And then you are simply informing these agencies of the decision now complete. I know it's not asking for permission. The thing is, is like, how do you know where all you need to detach from? Because it seems like every time we talk, we discover together there's more and more and more shit. You know what I mean? Are you? No, no, no. Because the point last time there was nothing new from last time. It was just something different within the confines of a contract we were already well aware of, which is the Department of State contract, right? Uh, no, it's 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 just you you are you are going to think in your mind where are all these different areas that I have these contracts. I'm going to clarify. I'm going to I'm going to first clean up my own contract with myself, and then once that's completed, now I'm going to clean up that contract with everybody else. Right. So love it when you when you when you when you when you create that when you clean up that contract with everybody else. What you're doing is you are. Uh, uh, they're going to think, okay, what are all the contracts I have? Driver's license, marriage license, uh, uh, concealed carry permit, uh, uh, mortgage license, uh, passport, uh, uh, taxes, uh, you know, those are the basics, right? Uh, you're going to go through and clean up all the basics. You don't need to rack your head and go fucking berserk. Uh, once you clean up the basics, you've already, cause again, a lot of what's in law is the proving of intent. If you've cleaned up a whole bunch, it's like you've already, you know, just a handful, the basics, you've already shown great intent, right? So now it's like they can't come and say, oh, you have this one that's blah, 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 blah. You're going to be like, uh-uh, you aren't playing the game with me. You have to prove intent. That doesn't, that doesn't establish intent. Intent is established through patternization a lot of times in, in the law, right? So a one-off wouldn't establish a pattern, right? You're trying to... You're 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 establishing a pattern with with the clearing of your various contracts and your various mailings, and a cool thing about doing it publicly, which a lot of people have an incorrect definition when you start getting into these areas of public and private. Public actually means involving some sort of governmental employment position. It's a huge misunderstanding within the confines of our group, right? People think that public mean anything put out into a public space, like a social media. That's not it at all. Public literally has to do with public office. Okay. So public versus private, the, the actual definition of that, just to clear that up, means involved in some sort of governmental commercial seat or chair or or some sort of volunteer employee or uh, or officer position within the confines of the federal government versus outside of the commercial government, not having to do with government or commercial government or anything having to do with being an employee or officer or acting as an employee or officer of the federal corporation. So when I say public, publicly uh, 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 saying something, like, for example, I publicly say a lot of things. I mean, my whole life is practically on display, right? And I'm okay with that. The more you, you, you do something like that, that's the whole point of like a public recorder, a county recorder, is, is you're taking something that no one knows about it and you're putting it into a public space, but it's not a public space by the definition of public that I'm referring to before, public versus private. That's where a lot of people get really confused. Oh, you're going into the public. No, you're not going into the public unless you put on there, 
acting on behalf uh, of uh, officer or employee, or you put your all caps name on there, which is an officer or employee of the federal corporation. As long as you stay away from all that shit, you're not, you're not going into the public in terms of public versus private. You're going into the public in a different definition, which means you're, you're showing intent. You see, you're always showing intent, showing intent, showing intent. So let's say you do get into a court case and now it's like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. You're like, no, 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 buddy. No. And that's why nobody sues me. That's one of the many, 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 many reasons why nobody sues me. I would love to see someone sue me. My God, I've turned that thing into a fucking spectacle. It'd be like goddamn uh, a fucking uh, Roman chariot gladiator races. And I'd be the one paying for all the advertising. Okay. So <laughs> the thought uh, of you though, for the, for the clip art for that of riding a chariot, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, two yeah. rhinos with wings or something fucking awesome. Right. And I'm in a pickle outfit. You <laughs> yeah, gotta make absolutely. it, you, you gotta really clean it up, you know? Uh, <laughs> And I'm with the I'm with the Sultan of Sojamistan and we're on the fucking we're on the fucking chariot, right? Yeah, you've got a pterodactyl <laughs> on the leash flying above you. Like everything's awesome. Everything's just so cool. But uh but yeah, so it's it's a it's a matter of you're 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 living a life where uh you know, you know, back in the day, if you really wanted this is an interesting way of thinking about it. I've always I always expand my reality on this show. How ironic. Come on. Uh Think okay. Let's go back to nine. Let's go back to eighteen fifty. Okay, eighteen fifty. We're going way back. Jah, jah, jah. You know, we've got we've got these brick roads. We've got the trolleys. You hear the ding, ding, ding of the trolleys. You've got the clippy clop of the of the horses. You've got the, the carriage wheels rolling along the 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 brick uh, roads. You've got people, you know, kind of yelling outside of there. You know, hey, come in now. You got the little uh, bath spa type things where there's a hotel room upstairs and there's the bath there and they're outside maybe doing. Everybody's reading newspapers. You got the newspaper boy. The whole thing right and you really took us there dude seriously yeah. <laughs> so there thank you for that Fuck. and let's say let's say you want to allow people to in general know what you're doing in some sort of a public sphere not again i'm going to keep pounding on this because it gets confused all the time not from a position of because back then 1850 we didn't even have the 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 federal citizen status so public versus private didn't really even exist in 1850 at all. So you when could say whatever you want or do it, the 14th Amendment. So it was 1871. It wasn't until 21 years later. We're in 1850 right now. It wasn't until 21 years later before the whole public versus private thing was even born. So you couldn't even confuse it at that point. It didn't even exist. There was no social media. So what options do you have? to to broadcast this cool new thing or cool new invention or the fact that there was a marriage that occurred and you want local towns to know what's going on what what was the what was the version of let's say maybe a social media that existed in that time period it was the county recorder so the county recorder was responsible for information that was going to be publicly published and people could go to the county recorder to get information as needed it was it was sort of like an informational hub uh when you click into facebook and you look at your feed that would be the same thing as physically going into or mailing a request into the county recorder's office uh if you wanted other people to know that you bought a dog or that you ate a fucking delicious meal look how pretty my delicious meal is you would 
you would you would put the delicious meal into a picture. You would send that picture to the county recorder, right? <laughs> I just got this visual of this lady like <laughs> sketching her food every day and submitting it. You know, she's like, no, 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 no. This is important. I got three lines. You got like a week, lithiograph you know? and she's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, shouldn't you be like sewing these clothes or some shit? She's like, no, no, no. I'm getting new followers. People oh like God, three people yeah. asked for what I wrote today. <laughs> she's like, she's like, Betsy's waiting for my update today and I ain't going to let her down and press on the lithiograph <laughs> <Did> you- down. <laughs> You know it happened. She's got a leather. You know she's got a leather happened. bib on, like fucking kiss the printer, dude. Like shh. <laughs> kiss, the, kiss the printer. <laughs> Why this is so funny when it is? I love it. So, so you know, it, it's like it's like going on social media and there's 16 people on there all the time. That's that's basically what it was, you know. I'm assuming. I'm just assuming all this uh, from all my research, right? I mean, the the county recorder isn't concerned with eight towns over. I mean, really, uh, you, you each town might as well be its own fucking planet back then. I mean, what are you gonna, you know, you could rob a liquor store and then drive. You could drive to the next town and nobody's ever gonna know about it. Hardly, you know. I don't. I don't really know how all that worked. Uh, I mean, even even a good example of this is even in the uh, the serial murderer documentary. I'm basically a white girl. Even in the serial murderer documentaries that you can watch on Netflix, which I love, by the way, because uh, uh, I'm a white girl. <laughs> um, uh, uh, they talk about in the in the 60s and 70s and 80s, like with the Ted Bundy stuff and all that. They they didn't have inter police station communications. So people are like in today's world, we're so connected that you can't think like, oh, my God, in 1850, how did they even? But even in the fucking 60s and 70s, they didn't know uh, the police station over here didn't know what was going on with a police station 60 miles from them. They drive a county over and murder people all your life and then just hop back over the county line. Nobody. Yeah. Ted Bundy, he escaped prison twice, which is crazy. His story is fucking totally nuts. Traveled across the whole country all the way down, stealing cars. And Utah didn't even know about it. He was in Utah for a while. They didn't even know about it. And then all of a sudden he was killing all these people. And then they, oh, all of a sudden they woke up to it. Right. And then he went down to California and nobody knew for months and months and months that he, anything was, you know, and then all of a sudden people started coming up dying and then, and then they arrested him and, and he gave him a fake name and they didn't even know who he was for, for a while. Even after that point, they had him, they had him in custody and they couldn't figure out who he was. And he had murdered a bunch of people. And he had been all over the place, all over the West Coast. Uh, so, so, so we're talking even just 50 years ago, we didn't have the capacity to really do any of that kind of thing. Right. So, so, so it's an interesting, it's an interesting point. Like, you know, the county recorder and, and, and public information, for example, public information can be used against you as well to prove intent. Right. So what you put into the the public not public versus private but public meaning just you know into a space where other people can easily see it and it can be easily seen especially over a long period of time for example like on a website or something like that you are putting it into a public sphere uh the problem is is that let's say for example you're arrested and let's say for example you're in jail for six weeks during that time your website goes down that's why the public recorder, the county recorder is so important because the county recorder, it's, it's always going to be there basically forever. It's never going anywhere. 
Uh, so, so what you're doing when you when you file something in the public in the county recorder, you're you're ensuring that it is a public communication forever. And that public communication can be, hey, this event took place. That public communication can be absolutely anything. And a lot of the big cities, they're they're starting to lose that because we are starting to lose our country. Uh, but in the smaller places like where you're at for sure it's not going to be an issue you could you could you could probably record a, a a photocopied color photo of you gaping your own asshole and they'd be like yes uh mr thomas this will be 25 dollars to record this for you uh I you could several, probably so i was wondering what to do with all these things so good <laughs> leave my mark right leave my legacy <laughs> this is the only thing you submitted you know it's the only thing on record it's lasted for uh, yeah i just drove three hours i'm a bit tired uh, i wanted to record this uh, uh gape, gaping asshole picture <laughs> please uh it's not for you lady you put that in the file there if you want a copy you can copy it later but don't let me see it that's uh, that's copyright infringement you know, you know I, mean? I, I wouldn't mind some notes you know on lighting <laughs> on uh exposure you know both uh light and other you know but um yeah, so so that's why the county recorder is kind of dying, I guess you could say, or or becoming less of a, uh, you know, and you can even go online and you can even type in what is the purpose of the county recorder. And you can do a little research on county recorders. The, the recorder's office, uh, this is from Los Angeles, so I'm not thrilled about reading this, but we'll read this because they're bad. Uh, the recorder's office is responsible for recording legal documents that determine ownership of property, as well as maintaining files of birth, death, marriage, and real estate records for Los Angeles. What is your county? Brandon? Parker. Parker. Parker County. Parker county. I had to think about it because we're right on the edge of Parker and Palo Pinto. Parker. Yeah. Parker County. Um, TXs recorders office let's see what we got here you know i picture too that each of these uh positioned people get those little recorders those music those horrible music instruments that are like from satan oh, himself yeah. and yeah, that yeah, they yeah. they play a certain tune and they all appear in this in the woods together yeah oh yeah like like elves like like forest elves yeah like fey yeah like uh <laughs> notary fey so we have parker county the state of texas county of parker Parker County, Texas. Uh, let's do a screen share. And I'll tell you one thing I can say that's very funny about county recorders is the farther out in the boondocks you go, the hotter girls you find running the fucking county recorder's office. I don't know what it is. It is a glorious conspiracy. <laughs> I've brought it up before on a couple other shows. But holy shit, I've fallen in love probably three times just looking up random counties looking up there uh there let's go to the staff right here are you ready for some hotties let's see what we got in your area oh no <laughs> pictures the show. Oh, yeah dude. They, they're like now nah, this dude's coming i mean oh, they got those second. maybe you click on it it goes to their lila that's a sexy name do we have a picture of lila cover shot oh well how's your theory Not good I for parker county you. i agree with you dude smoke show do you see that let's see jane let's see jane hold on hold on i'm not giving up yet no no no, no. jane wills well, we won't say oh, <laughs> it's public. Damn it. There's no picture for Jane. They had to take it down. She was so hot. They got, they got too many emails, too many dick pics going to parkercounty.com. <laughs> too many ass gapers, you know, <laughs> running down there. <laughs> All right. Anyways, just submitted for the public record. They're like, ah, throw it in the pile. So funny. So, so, so what do we got here? We going to go down to 
Yeah, the building's crazy. It's like a Tataria building. It's wild. They had a whole well, because thing about the, the smaller, um, the smaller the county, the more the more roots they have into the real shit, right. which is this shit, right? Uh, what do we have here? We've got uh, permitting probation. You probably click uh, on the COVID case numbers. It just says LOL, and then there's sheriff, yeah, middle finger, treasurer. I don't know why. Uh, they have all these different sections. Let's see. Audio only that- audience. I know that you guys are having fun listening to our voices, but there are things that we're sharing here. That's the pause in and the ams and ums uh, and all that kind of shit. So we're fucking around over here on the video version. If you want to check that out, it is located directly down in the show description. As well as if you want the transcripts of these, we're starting to do that. They're all over on the Patreon completely for free. So y'all can just sign up for free member or just go look at them as you want. Don't sign up. Just bounce, man. Either way, down there, just want to let y'all know. Uh, audio listeners are missing out on all of the absolute edge of your seat, thrilling websites of the very small county of Parker County's uh, local county recorder's office. So I don't know why you Unique wouldn't be choices. I mean, it's yeah. It's this is of- we are we are. This is cutting edge. This is practically a thriller documentary at this point. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, what is the purpose of the county? You know, you can you can look into it more. Don't look into it into the big cities. It's bad. Um, but you're going to go down to maybe something a little better. Um, maybe even Wiki. I would probably go to faster than I would go to. Here we go. This is interesting. We got an old ass photo. Frederick Douglass kicking it. So the uh, is a government office tasked with maintaining public records and documents, especially records relating to real estate ownership that provide persons other than the owner of a property with real rights over that property. Right. Uh, let's see. Frederick Douglass. You see that first recorder of deeds. Yeah. District of Columbia. County recorder, county. County recorder of deeds. I don't know if that's the same thing. Uh, anyways, um, and what's the county of recorders usefulness as far as your sovereignty goes? Well, it's a permanent, it's a permanent record of, of that of which is whatever it is that you're trying to state. For example, if, if I don't think this is quite correct in terms of it's, it says, especially, so it's 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 it does maintain public records, but it, it's getting more and more to the point where they're only uh, dealing with real estate ownership. Uh, and then you look at the definition of real estate, real property. Not to um, be confused with reality. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, parcels of land. And I don't know. Uh, I would need to look into this more. I've never done a whole lot with the county recorder myself. It's just kind of one of those very old, very interesting parts of our union that is, is if, if you would like to file something in the public in today's role, it's a little differently because it's a little different because now you, you can have it on a website. You can have it wherever the, the problem with that is just that if the website were to go down or something like that, it would no longer be available. 
Yeah, as, so you want to uh, submit that just for the record. Like I said, yeah, you can hey, submit things into the record and then you can always you can always direct any any legal situation or any anybody to that particular uh public record and then and then that public record would would establish intent or it would establish whatever it is. I mean, actions establish intent better than anything else. So there's also a lot of people filing a lot of shit and then they they may not behave in the same way that they file, which would be bad. But basically it's it's all about you're you're living your life in a way where you're 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 establishing the difference between public and private. Public meaning your all caps corporation, which is a taxpayer by definition, which is a employee or officer of the federal corporation, which is a person, right? You're 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 separating that out from yourself, and then you're also separating out what is private, meaning uncommunicated to the general public at large and unavailable to be viewed or experienced by the the public at large versus something that is is publicly communicated which would mean uh information or situational information or intent communicated in some sort of written form that is available readily to the public and i believe that even in the pub in the county recorder's office you can you get there's a search function you can search for people's names you can search for addresses you can search for things that that may be involved in some sort of public sphere that someone may have filed something on right right so uh the 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 sort of like uh uh 2023 version to some degree of the of the the county recorder's office would be social media right so um but with that said we can go back to your original uh your original question. I'm, I'm pretty good at remembering these things. You're always, crushing it. Uh, you, you asked me, how do we handle the, the, the situation when you're, when you're in an automobile and you get pulled over or, or if you're still registered or whatnot, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Just about like, how do you take the, the switch from the plate you made to taking the sticker off, not going to get in your registration or inspection or any of that bullshit done anymore. And you just driving around freely. And that if you get pulled over, which I agree with you in the invisibility cloak thing, I'm totally there with you on the, all that, dude. Uh, if you get pulled over them just going, yeah, all you did was put a fake plate on this. None of this was done properly. Fuck off. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm an ambassador at large. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck off. Right. How, how does that go down? Uh, not, I mean, nicely, you know, because you're not disrespectful to cops, you know. I yeah, I would just say, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a foreign diplomat, and uh, this is my, um, my passport. And if you're unfamiliar with, uh, um, the the Department of State kind of guidelines and that kind of thing, and then if they say, you know, what country are you from or whatnot, uh, you know, you would you that that would be a little more complicated because you'd have to explain that you know diplomatic community is not based off of a country. It's based off of a nation, right? And and you could actually show them 8FAM 505.2 if they wanted to see it, where it shows that example of global women's issues being the actual example. But a more a more readily, uh, I think a, a better example to use for the police would be the United Nations. You would say uh, the United Nations has diplomatic community. The United Nations is not a country. It's not a location, right? So the way that the Department of State actually operates is it operates off of off of uh, uh you could say something like a nonprofit groups basically is how diplomatic community is actually, cause it's a, a way that they can think with the information in there within the confines of their reality. Uh, so you would say, you know, I'm, I'm a part of the uh, a nation of expanding realities or the nation of the amnesty coalition. And you would say, you know, I am a ambassador at large uh, diplomatic 
um, whatever the term was from the other thing, uh, uh, from the, the, the amnesty coalition or the, by that point, especially if you hand them the, uh, the, the diplomatic and consular immunity guy with the phone number to the department of state, you would just, at that point, I wouldn't really probably answer many other questions. Uh, he would already be like, what the flying fuck am I looking at? Uh, he may, he may request that you produce insurance, uh, you know, that would be kind of up to you how you want to handle that. If you have insurance uh, in the private, uh, private, private automobiles don't require insurance, but it's always optional. If you wanted to get it, you can get it. There's nothing stopping you from getting an insurance policy. Uh, so it's kind of up to you how you want to handle that situation. If, if you, if you have insurance, uh, I'm self-insured. I have a bond with the U S treasury. So I would just confuse him even more because I would actually hand him a copy of that bond uh, it's good. It's good to, in my opinion, it's good to have things on you that the cops never heard of or seen in his whole fucking life. Because by the time he gets probably two, three or four items that fit that category, he's not going to have a fucking clue what to do with you. Now, at that point, he is going to go back to his cruiser. He's going to call into supervisor. He's going to do this and do that. At that point, you're 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 kind of way over into the more hassle than your worth category already. So as long as you're not being combative, being weird, acting as though you're coming down off of meth, which a lot of people do, reaching around for things that may be in a car that's very dirty. Who knows? Is he trying to get a gun or a knife? Uh, as long as you're not fitting any of these categories, uh, I would say by then they, 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 they might not even call the department of state. I think by then they're probably just going to let you go most of the time. And then obviously if, as long as you have your passport straightened out, once they call the department of state, they're going to be told that, you know, that this person is, should not be detained. Do not detain them. I don't think they tell the officer much of anything else. I think that's all they say. They say, uh, uh, this guy don't detain him. And if yes, he he's not really going to be able to ask any other questions or anything. Uh, that's just my assumption. I've had police tell me that they doubt that they even call the department of state at all. Um, I've had some reports where they take the information off of the passport card and they use it in their state system to locate your driver's license. And then they, they write a ticket based off of the driver's license. But I've only heard of that happening when the driver themselves is combative. When you're combative, it's the, it's the fuck you energy. Once you get a copy of that fuck you energy, Ooh, that's not good, man. That's not going to be fun for you. Yeah, and you don't need to. It's it, And that's the best thing about having your shit straight like this. And that's why we love talking to you about this, dude. You give us a lot of confidence with this, but perspective as well. And this was one of the things I quote from you from our first show all the time. It's like 1776 without the bodies. I say, Brandon Joe Williams said that shit. I love it. Because it, it's such a... It's such a great quality to to present for for this type of information because there are a lot of people talking about this right now, man. And I've come across a lot of things. I'm reading a lot of books right now. You know, fucking all this shit is in my. Oh, you know, I've look been at like that! Reading like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a copy of the Constitution there back there. I have seriously been doing this, and Ryan Sprague and I, and you're joining us for this. Are starting a community, uh, and so guys, this is a serious thing. So we're asking serious questions on this. And if anybody out there has any questions, because you're going to be coming back more often, I think we're, we're going to talk about that. Um, but we're going to be doing this a little bit more regularly. So if y'all have questions, please submit them, and we'll do this. He'll he'll answer them for you. I'd be honored to ask him on your behalf. There's a lot to this, brother. So I have a couple more uh, questions. Uh, well, for let me you on let this. me Go, let please. me. 
let's let's go back because I'm I'm still trying to go back to the previous question because it's a good uh it's a good question it's one that i really don't totally have completely nailed down yet and i would like to cover this first so uh i bought a brand new motorcycle um i got the mco or mso which is called a manufacturer certificate of origin or manufacturer statement of origin which is the actual real original private ownership document that that you actually send into the DMV, uh, unbeknownst to you, if you buy a brand new car, when they say, would you like us to handle a uh, license or registration for you? And you say, yes, they send that MCO or MSO released to the DMV. Uh, so just as a little bit of a background on people who may not be familiar with how all that works, uh, I got the MCO or MSO and I told the general manager, uh, I created a whole relationship with the general manager. I, I wore my uh, California Superbike school uh, Jersey that I had, they, 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 the first thing they said, Holy shit, California Superbike school. What's up? Uh, uh, cause I had already called down to a different, uh, dealership and, uh, uh, they, they didn't want to deal with the MCO MSO team. They thought it was kind of weird. So I switched up my, my behavior and I went in physically kind of created more of a relationship, found out that they did have like a recent legal situation with somebody who was threatening to sue them. I, gave them some advice on that. I wore that Jersey. I went in with a friend. I test drove some motorcycles. I talked more with the guy. I then at that point started talking about the MCO MSO. It was very weird to the general manager. I said, I'm only willing to buy this. If we give me the MCO MSO, I'm not looking to uh, register this vehicle at all. Uh, and he was like, okay. And then there were some documents he wanted me to fill out with the state. I filled out like the absolute basic minimum. There was a power of attorney section on there. I did not sign that. And, uh, he made me tow the vehicle out of, he's like, the only way I'm going to do this is if you tow the vehicle off the lot, you can't drive it off the lot. And I said, okay, we wrote up a statement of facts and, um, uh, it says right on the statement of facts, the, the purchaser of the motorcycle, uh, uh, you know, I watched the person with the motorcycle, you know, physically tow the motorcycle off the lot. Uh, so, so, so I walked away with the MSO M- MCO. Then about a month later, I got a certificate of title and a registration in the mail from the department department of motor vehicles laughing hysterically because I do not want any of that. And they will not be issuing any of that. I have a trademark on my name in all capital letters and the certificate of title is actually legally a security. So they actually, they actually illegally produced a security based off of a trademarked name, which, which is like felonies out the fucking wazoo, which I am going to be going after the DMV for aggressively in litigation for like a hundred million dollars, not just for that, but I'm literally going after them for a lifetime of slavery, a lifetime of indentured servitude, a lifetime of a failure to perform their fiduciary duties, uh, a lifetime of terror and anxiety associated with not realizing that this is a commercial activity and that the police can pull me over uh, anxiety. Every time there is a police officer uh, that uh, there's, I, I, the DMV is, uh, I just can't wait. It's going to be the most glorious uh, flames shooting out of the buildings you've ever seen in your entire life. Okay. Now, with that said, 
I took all that certificate of title and all that trash and all those purloined and illegal securities that they had produced based off of my all caps name or the motorcycle in question. And I sent them all back uh, with giant red letters saying void since inception, uh, destroy this document since its inception, vitiated since its inception, circled them, uh, uh, sent all that back stapled to this particular affidavit and notice of void contracts. Right. So, so I sent one copy to the officer of the director of the department of motor vehicles, one copy to uh, the general manager. And then I put a little note on here, you know, this is only being mailed to you for, for, you know, cause you can scare the fuck out of people with this shit. So you got to be a little careful. Right. So yeah. I let the general manager know, cause he's, he's a cool guy. He's just trying to do his job best he can. He was really scared and he, but he was cool enough to, to, to go through with the remainder of the transaction. So I don't want to, I don't want to burn that bridge for everyone else who may want to go in there and get motorcycles. And then now because the general manager experienced me, now he's never going to do it again for anybody else. I'm not going to burn that bridge for all my people. You know what I mean? So uh, I put on there, you know, relax. Like he's a good guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about Mike at all. This is just a little bit of an issue that needs to be addressed. Some definitions. We've got motor vehicle and then we've got used for commercial purposes from HNUSC 31. Uh, and then, oh, I forget. We had a lot of audio listeners. Okay, so let's let's go audio on this. Uh, so at, at the end of April 2023, I purchased a 2023 Triumph Speed Triple 1200 RS VIN number, which I deleted for this video, uh, in full from BMW Motorcycles of Burbank. During the transaction, I told Mike, the general manager, my main concern is that I will be getting the original manufacturer's statement of origin MSO. Mike agreed. And at the closing of this transaction, after the motorcycle was fully paid for, we fill out the back of the MSO together. And the original MSO was given to me as I took possession of the motorcycle. So you write it in a way where all the, like, there's, you're painting a picture that no one can ever interpret as something otherwise than what actually occurred. You see how, how, how painstaking every single detail. See that we agreed at the closing after the motorcycle was fully paid for, we filled out the back of the MSO together and the original MSO was given to me as I took, see how detailed it's like, like there's no way you're going to be able to pin little pin pinholes in that on me in a court of law. Right. Yeah. Sadly, during the transaction between myself and Mike, he was under the false impression that the motorcycle needed to be registered, quote unquote, as a commercial motor vehicle prior to me being able to take possession of the motorcycle. Uh, due to the situation, I was forced under threat of not being able to take possession of the motorcycle to fill out some basic paperwork regarding the motorcycle to be sent to the corporation known as the Department of Motor Vehicles. I signed without prejudice and as the agent on behalf of the principal on all the documentation, and I have enclosed a copy of my durable power of attorney for your records. Uh, I never signed the power of attorney section in any of the documentation sent to the Department of Motor Vehicles because I never wanted to release my or the principal's superior title of the motorcycle. I will not be using the motorcycle in any commercial capacity, and I negate all contracts that myself and the principal have with any corporate element. Uh, I do not live in the United States as is defined in 28 USC 3002 subsection 15 and as described in UCC 9-307H. I also do not reside in the state of California, hence why the address used on the paperwork begins with C slash O, which stands for care of, which means I receive mail here. I do not live here. 
Any bonds or securities that were created on behalf of the principal, principal meaning the LCAP's name, need to be instantaneously closed and all currency collected or created on behalf of this action needs to be immediately issued to the principal or it is a serious uh, securities violation. I have enclosed the quote motor vehicle registration end quote and the quote certificate of title end quote in my mailing to the receiver number one above, which is the Department of Motor Vehicles. Please permanently destroy this quote certificate of title end quote and also permanently destroy the quote registration end quote. Please also permanently destroy any other papers, securities, digital documents, accounts, communications, or anything regarding this motorcycle or the principal. This motorcycle will not be operated in commerce, and I hereby withdraw all contract or interest with any and all parties involving this motorcycle. This prin the principal will not be involving himself in the, quote, motor vehicle theft prevention program, end quote, otherwise known as, quote, registration, end quote, as found in 34 U.S.C. 12611. I do not wish to contract with the corporate foreign state of California or the Department of Motor Vehicles or any other incorporated entity at all whatsoever. For the background on this, uh, the audio listeners, uh, state of California is a corporation. That corporation is physically located in the District of Columbia. So California Republic is the actual state. State of California is a fake incorporated corporation that is used to trick people into thinking that they're signing on behalf of the location of California when they are not. So this whole state of California thing, I put the word foreign next to it because it is foreign. State of California is located in the District of Columbia. So I'll reread that for because I think most people who listen to this might not know that. I do not wish to contract with the corporate foreign state of California or the Department of Motor Vehicles or any other incorporated entity at all whatsoever. They're all foreign. Uh, this affidavit expresses a complete disavowal and total rejection of all contracts as this motorcycle will not be involved in commerce for the duration of superior ownership by either myself or the principal. All contracts are now void as if they never existed in the first place because they didn't. I have uh, enclosed proof of trademark of the principal's name, Brandon Joe Williams in all capital letters, as per serial number uh, 97335158, which is a trademark that I filed with the um, USTPO. All uses of the principal's name are to be instantaneously and fully scrubbed and removed from all databases, computers, paperwork, etc. This motorcycle is now being placed... Uh, along with the MSO in an unincorporated private irrevocable trust of myself as the agent, as the trustee, this motorcycle will be used, uh, will be only be used for non-commercial private purposes. As for future possible transfer of this motorcycle, I will be transferring superior title to this vehicle using either a notarized bill of sale and or the MSO itself. Please send a letter to the PO box found at the top of this request. Once the requests in this letter have been completed, please complete a full removal of all information regarding this motorcycle. Myself as the agent and also any information of the principal within 10 business days of receipt. If there are any refunds available for any fees that were paid, please return them to either the principal at the PO box mentioned at the top of this letter or mail that refund back to Mike at BMW Motorcycles of Burbank. Thank you. And then I notarize that document. Now, this is this is complicated because I was pissed as fuck. I was fucking absolutely going to like horrible things, horrible, horrible things. And I don't normally get like that. Right. Uh, I was fucking 
so pissed so fucking angry bro like like fury like god's fury so i was trying hard to to be matter of fact and i think i did a damn good job uh there's not a whole lot of emotion or freak out in this at all but this is like it's very to the point dude very fucking this is how you write that you're an affidavit is a statement of what occurred within the perception of your own reality to the best of your ability to to tell that reality as realistic and as objectively as possible. That's what you're doing in an affidavit, right? So, so you're saying you're, you're, you're an affidavit is this is what happened within the confines of my own truth as truthful as I can speak and is in relation to the true uh, uh, events that occurred and, and you're saying it under penalty of perjury. So, so let's say for example, uh, I never bought this motorcycle and they're like, he, you know, he's lying. And I could go to prison for a felony for, for perjury for lying. Let's say I never got the MSO. Let's say, uh, I am transporting, uh, uh, cargo or persons for hire, which is hilarious on a motorcycle. Uh, let's say these things weren't true and they could prove it. Now I'd be, now I'd be, there'd be perjury involved right now. This gets hilarious. This gets way funnier. Because now what I'll do is I'll send you the response that they sent me from that, which is absolutely uh, gut-wrenchingly hilarious. Uh, let me find this. So, so real quick, while I'm finding that, um, just to just to cover the original, you can take your certificate of title, write up a notarized bill of sale. Uh, you could say inside of a notarized bill, you can sell it to your wife or your friend or even... Uh, to yourself if you if you if you kind of want to go in that direction it's kind of weird but you can have the all caps name selling the vehicle to a private individual you can do it that way too where it'd be brandon joe williams in all caps is selling this vehicle uh uh to williams comma brandon joe or however you want to say it you just want to separate the names out uh in in where the b is capitalized in brandon the j is capitalized in joe and the w is capitalized in williams uh you know actually we can even just write one right now. I can actually just write it live on the show. But let me let me show you the their response really quick and then we can do it. Cause I because this this is a good question because this is not necessarily something that I have completely nailed down yet. Uh obviously, as you can tell. Um let's go to give me just a second to find this. We can You're do a little good. singing. You want to do a little singing? Yeah, we can do humming, but I'll let you know. Also, uh, we just uh, remind you rather, uh, we have a hard out today uh, just due to a commitment that I've got. But I definitely want to have you back on to fill one of those out live with this. We're going to be doing a lot more of these, dude. But I, how much I time do we have right know, now? Ah, let's give it like 10, 15 at most, man. And that's going to be tight. Okay, let I know, me... just these hard outs blow, you know what I mean? But that means that we have a stacked list of things here that I am noting for you to come back on and talk to us about. Also, okay, so uh, let's, I, could, I could do 15 minutes. Let's let's do 15 minutes. Let's do that. I could do it. I could do both in 15 minutes. So let's, I know let's you go. can. I believe in you completely. Let's go um, back here to this share screen. Here we go. So here's the response. It took them like freaking two, two and a half months. I, I thought I would never hear from them, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh Cause I was like, okay, that's fine with me. I mean, you know, you're going to either follow my instructions or, or there's going to be litigation, which, you know, they had, they didn't follow my instructions as you're going to see here. So there will be litigation. Uh, it's very simple. Right. 
uh, Department of Motor Vehicles Customer Services Division, Sacramento, Brandon Joe Williams. Ironically, they didn't spell it in all caps, which is interesting, <laughs> comma. This letter is in response to your recent correspondence. The Department of Motor Vehicles, DMV, and its employees disagree with your statements and will not be bound with them. So, Ooh, so all, so when I read that day too, <laughs> when I read that bro, like, like, like true rage was boiling inside of my chest. And, and I, as you know, I don't usually get like that. That first sentence was, Oh yeah, this, this is going hundred million dollar lawsuit. Uh, I don't care if it takes me a fucking decade and a full jury trial. I, this, this is, I'm going all the way. I will, I will dump tens of thousands of dollars into this litigation. This, this will not end. Okay. Uh, until they acquiesce. Uh, here's the next line in the, in the letter. Every person within the boundaries of the state of California, which is a corporation is subject to its laws and must comply with the California requirements for licensing, registration, and insurance in order to operate a motor vehicle on public roads. Now, the thing about this sentence that's so sad is that is true. Anyone who states, which means naturalizes the definition of naturalization from eight USC one, one zero one subsection a 23 says the conferring of nationality of a state upon a person after birth by any means whatsoever. So when you state that you live in state of California, which is physically located in the district of Columbia, you then naturalize into the district of Columbia and you become a U.S. citizen. So when they say every person within the boundaries of the state of California, which is anyone who says they live in the state of California, you don't actually have to physically live there is subject to its laws and must comply with the California requirements for licensing, registration, and insurance in order to operate a motor vehicle on public roads. That's actually true. And that's the part that's so depressing is because they're so brainwashed that they actually say it correctly and they have no idea what they're saying, right? Next sentence of the letter. Under California law, driving a vehicle is a privilege granted by the state through its power to regulate traffic. It's not a right, regardless of whether the travel is for personal use or commercial gain. DMV does not have the authority to exempt you from licensing and registration laws. This this paragraph is not necessarily untrue. Someone living in the District of Columbia, it is a privilege. It isn't a right. Someone living in the unincorporated California Republic, it's a right, not a privilege. So it, it all depends on location, domicile, residence, uh, citizenship versus nationality, and you being very, very clear in all of those different aspects as to whether or not you're traveling as a right or it's a privilege. Okay. Uh, that, so, so this is all, this is all the litigation is building here, right? This is all litigation here. We're, we're, this is just the beginning. This is, this is what the basis of the complaint for the litigation will be started with, right? It says here, here's the next letter in the letter, next sentence, next paragraph. Additionally, California law establishes punitive measures to be taken when a person operates a motor vehicle without complying with licensing and registration laws, the person is subject to citation and or the vehicle is subject to impoundment by a law enforcement officer, which again is true within the confines of the District of Columbia or the corporation known as State of California. Here's the next paragraph. This is the last correspondence you will receive from DMV concerning these issues. DMV will not expend any further resources responding to future correspondence. And then magically, there is absolutely no name on this. This comes from a ghost 
a complete shadow boxer, just like everybody else. It comes from the very specific customer care section, customer service division, Department of Motor Vehicles. No name, no signature. It's a ghost. A computer, a computer responded to my my documentation. Okay. But does that automatically make it bullshit because nobody would sign their name to it? They don't sign their name to it because they know they know I'll, I'll probably come after them. Which well, that's the point, though. Don't you have the right to face your accuser? So can't you? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so this is this is going to be litigation from hell. I'm I'm going to win this litigation, and then I'm going to buy a mailing list of every single DMV employee and every single DMV in every state, and I'm going to personally mail them every single DMV employee in the entire country a copy of my uh of my lawsuit and then i'll let them know that they're next in line and they can they can read the lawsuit for themselves okay and i'll have probably have a little landing page set up or they can go on there and see a video of me covering the entire lawsuit it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm, I'm going to pay for all of that advertising and all of that marketing through all of my winnings in court so it's going to be <laughs> dude i love this so much because it's such a fuck you but it's like the best kind of fuck you it's yeah. so good and i know the pro yeah. i'm thinking of the production value you're gonna get like when you get i don't know green screen and a producer that's like hey i know really cgi really really well your shit's gonna just like go nuts i need to i have someone i have someone with that now i have someone okay. with, i actually have a guy who's actually a, a litigant himself who's also a huge producer who, who wants to actually do tv shows with me and stuff on this so perfect we've got we've got some stuff cooking there brother we've got some stuff cooking there but just to be clear uh you know uh it all everything that i do hinges on the definition of peace so just want to be clear uh while i did feel a lot of rage toward the dmv i don't usually feel a lot of rage i was very upset uh uh this will get cleaned up i'm not going after the dmv in any sort of uh revengeful way i'm not going after the dmv in any sort of retribution but i am going after the dmv in a way where uh the dmv is going to need to clean up their act it's 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 completely unacceptable it is wildly outside the confines of the codes and the laws it is it is it is extremely illegal what is occurring and and within the confines of the federal corporation of which I am at peace, the I am going to assist the federal corporation in cleaning up a renegade aspect of their own organization. And that is the way I look at it. We're going to get into a deep philosophical conversation next time you and I talk about that this place isn't broken in a sense that it's it's meant to run this way. And so whenever you become the sand in the gears, which I love what you're doing, I'm not, this is awesome. I just want to talk to you about sort of the, the larger, the large concepts when it comes to this kind of shit. You're you're nailing it on this. I, I want to expand it to philosophy after that uh, for our next conversation. Among a bunch of things, dude. Every, every time you come on, my notes are just like crazy. I'm writing on the side <laughs> of shit. I'm like, oh my god. And so, um, stay, you know, hang out uh, after we close here if you don't mind. And we'll just book the sure. next one for next month, man. So, guys, all the way to find him, of course, located down in the show description. We're also going to absolutely talk about trademarking your straw man name. Actually, just give us a little bit on that because that's fucking brilliant. That means they can't send you anything because they're using your name, right? It's the same thing as if you study the Michael Jordan thing when when Nike did the the huge contract with Michael Jordan they they trademarked his name they trademarked everything about him the police couldn't even give Michael Jordan uh, tickets unless they had permission from Nike because Nike was the trademark holder. 
That's so if you I'm want saying. to study this from like a little bit of a more fascinating angle and you want to find a lot of information that isn't totally buried, you study the the relationship between the trademark between Nike and Michael Jordan during that whole time period. You're going to learn a lot about this. Uh, you will file your trademark on the USPTO. It's not the simplest thing in the world. Uh, there's a lot of waiting. Once you file it, there's a huge waiting period. Then there's some additional documentation that needs to be filled out. It's not that complicated, but again, it just takes forever. And then you'll, there's another huge waiting period. And then there's the last part is what's called statement of use, which basically shows that you're actually using that trademark in a commercial activity. You can create a little business card, put your name in all capital letters, and then say uh, consultant or whatever you want. And it just shows that you, or like what I did was I, I made a pink fanny pack and I just put my name in all capital letters on it. <laughs> and, and I, and I sell that. I actually sell that item in my store <laughs> literally. Right. So <laughs> it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. I, I can actually show it to you. I'll just, I'll show, let's just, let's end on this. It's let's end so on some funny good. shit. So, so on uh, one stupid <laughs> I've never shown this on a, on a show. Cause this is a big secret, but if you go down to the bottom, of the website. No one knows this, but there's a secret menu. Oh, and in shit. the secret menu, there's a store. And oh, in shit. the store, I have hats. <laughs> I have a cum towel. I have a coffee mug. And I have and I have women's bikinis, right? So so the, the women's bikinis and the crop top for y'all bitches, these are 69, 69, 69 because they're no longer they're no longer offered. So I just, I wanted to leave them on because they're hilarious, but you can't actually buy them. So I just increased the price to a point where no one would ever buy them on purpose because you can't actually buy these. But if you go to the names of these, will you read those please for the uh, audio only audience? Yeah. Here's the, here's the fanny cap, fanny pack for all caps name. So this is my mm -hmm. proof that I'm, I'm using this, this, this trademarked name in commerce. Okay. Which is fucking hilarious, right? <laughs> Uh, here, I'll read, I'll read you one of my yeah. favorites. This is my, uh, the cum towel is a good one. The uh, cum towel's great. Trunks for your trunk. Uh, so I have a, cl a cloth cock stiffener, gilf edition <laughs> and milf edition, and I have a one piece pickler. Okay. <laughs> I designed all these, dude. Shit's so fucking funny, right? Look at this. This one, this one's probably my favorite description. This is my coffee mug, which I actually have some over here on my counter. I have all my own merch all over my apartment, right? Nice. And, and uh, so, so here's the, here's the, here's the quote coffee end quote mug. Here's the description, right? We all know those days when you're one hour into work and you would love nothing more than to put a shiny 45 caliber into your mouth and pull the trigger. <laughs> Don't fret. I got you, boy. This mug is so fucking badass that people won't even notice that your cup is full of about 18% coffee and 82% whiskey. Secretly, you and I will know that your ratio of coffee to whiskey is just <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't wait until you go on QVC with this shit, you know? Is that right? QVC, Oh, my yeah. God. This is fucking so, yeah. great. This is my hat. Big ass, big life is the name of my hat because it's got my right. Be the biggest cocksucking piece of shit in the room with this horrific abomination of a hat. Show off my gloriously tight ass everywhere you go and show off how proud you are to have learned about law from some childish retard on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> so 
fucking good, right? <laughs> it's brilliant. You couldn't have a better picture. You couldn't have a better everything. God, it's so great. So oh you can actually God. buy these and, and it will actually get shipped out to you with like a special message and it's a cute little package and everything. Yeah, I got a whole, I worked with, I think it's, I think it's called Printful. And oh, they yeah, sent yeah, all this yeah, shit yeah, out for yeah. me. Yeah. So it's, it's actually shockingly good quality stuff. I thought it was going to be like absolute fucking trash. That town does a good job with all the cum then? Yeah. There's never been a greater opportunity to lay down a piece of cloth <laughs> when your woman demands sexy time while on her womanly moments of the month. This towel is the one you want to keep right next to your bed all the times to make sure that all bodily fluids are safely absorbed. This towel is also great for those of you watching my four or five star passport videos, getting confused, heading down to the local farmer's market, getting a massive cucumber, then making a big mess, jamming it up your own ass. You stupid fuck. <laughs> Especially breaking that thing out after like an intimate moment, you know, try not to get the candles, uh, try not to get it in the candles and shit. And she's all, I mean, it's a great way. It's a great on. way for, for a chick to get around too, real fucking fast. You know what I mean? Like the dude's going to be hard in seconds with this bad boy. You know It'll what I mean? Easy to find too in the dark, you know, it's brightly colored. Well done. Oh my God. I have it right, right here. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I have, I have a whole bunch. I actually use them. I have the. I, I wear my own trunks uh, for the pool that I have. I use my own towel. I'm like fully fucking decked out in my brand whenever I go to the beach or something like that. So it's it's pretty fun. You got to be. You got to be proud of your shit. That's the whole reason I made all these journals and shit. I use all of these. That's why I made them. I just happened to put them out for other people. And then, yeah, I'm rocking our um, publisher's logo T-shirt right now. It's... um. This is a fucking crazy place. I love that you're having fun with this, man. I'm so where you are with just trolling the fuck out of this bitch and just also, though, in a do-no-harm-take-no-shit kind of a way. Mm. But you are absolutely crushing it with this. And so, like I said, stay on here if you don't mind. And let's talk about the next time you're coming on. Guys, Great. check in the show description all the ways to find him. Again, episode 206. It was five months later. Great memory. And uh, all that stuff will be located down below. We'll look forward to seeing him again because we always have so many fucking questions for you. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for empowering us as well as just fucking being who you are, man. Showing up. I love the show, man. I fucking love the show. Like, I'll come on whenever you want. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done